Welcome back, you degenerates, to the number one fantasy football podcast show in the world. I am Billy, Billy FFD, and I am here with, once again, the crying baby, also in the studio with Mr. Joe Green. How you doing, Mr. Joe? Doing good. Another episode, no mic. It's been running smooth. It's been great. You know, real smooth episodes, good content, no yelling, no arguing. Well, a little arguing, but uh, no, Mike should be back next week, hopefully. If he, as long as he doesn't drown or get eaten by a shark, you know, we'll see. Diabetes always gets him, though, so you got to be careful. Gotta be careful. Listen, it's draft week. Here at FFD, we are doing our our home league draft, our our famous Twitter league draft. And uh, Joe, I do have a question about the listener league. You are in charge of that. What's the deal with that? When's that going down? Yeah, I, I've been getting a lot of DMs. People are antsy, so I'm gonna create the league. Well, we have to kick people out, and then re- reinvite the ones that are in it, and then. We'll have to figure out a draft time. Probably going to be Memorial Day weekend. Not Memorial Day weekend. Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend? Yeah. I'm assuming it's going to be that date. And then we'll figure out an online time. Maybe set up a a Zoom call or something like we're going to do with Twitter League. All right. Cool. Just just so I know. This way I can prepare for that draft too. Um, Listen. Be sure to like, follow, subscribe, comment, share. Tell your mom about us at ffdpodcast.com. On all platforms, ffd underscore podcast ffdpodcast.com i will be putting content out this week joe i promise you i'm not lying to you so it's finally coming back it's coming back i've been dying to post it on social because we got nothing i i listen dude it's coming (laughs) i've got memes news and occasional quotes dying to post some actual content content listen man i'm a one-man band around here i'm writing episodes you know i'm recording them you you edit them you do a phenomenal job uh the crying baby he's no help to me he's even no help. even when he's here he's no help so it's not yeah. like he's adding anything when he's here i know <laughs> i know but it's coming i promise you and regardless we, week after week i'll be doing the dfs bang diagonal mr mo watts for listening to this which i know you're not because you're still crying about how bad your fantasy football team went because you didn't listen to me uh we're recording this week college football coming back this week we'll be gambling we'll be ready to go but today is all about the NFL. Let's start with some news. Uh, first up, I do have a question for you, Joe. How do you feel about the uh, the quote-unquote misunderstanding with Noodle Arm Newton? Do you think that's just like a, a Tyrod Taylor situation where they just stuck him with a needle? They told him they told him they didn't know the rules. No, well, it was he didn't. I don't think he followed the rules. So he he, he did. He, he took a test every day. No, he. I think he missed the deadline on a test so they sent him home and now he has to even though he tested negative he sit home for five days because he's not vaccinated because he's not vaccinated right yeah i listen i think it's a bunch of hoopla that's what i think i think they knew that noodle arm newton can't hold mac jones's jockstrap even though i don't think mac jones is all that i do think that belichick wants him to start week one so just keep an eye out because mac jones will be starting this week in the final preseason game. Uh, next, more the vid news. The anti-vax star himself, Cole Beasley, and also Gabriel Davis. Rest in peace, Gabriel Davis. Uh, they're in COVID protocol after close contact, but they both tested negative. Uh, Cole Beasley will be out five days. Uh, Gabriel Davis should be back in the next day or two. So keep an eye on that as well. 
Daryl Henderson, thumb injury. Rest in peace. Lost his thumb. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's, that's Joe's keeper. I just needed to say it. Lost his thumb. Terrible schmelting accident. Uh, he'll be back. What? He's not playing this weekend? No, correct? I don't think he's going to play till week one of the regular season. If that. We'll see. Big news, though. Travis Etienne. This broke. I already wrote out all the notes this morning. Like, for the news. And then, news broke. Etienne getting surgery on his ankle. Good news for James Robinson owners. Terrible news for me, who could have kept James Robinson. But uh, Etienne will be out most likely for the whole season. That's what they're looking at. Uh, you know, he's young. Don't want to waste, like, a, a week or two on him trying to rush him back for a team that's going to win three games. Isn't that right? Medium rare. False. Medium False. rare, baby. I... I will say, I think most people have that same sentiment, though, where, like, they got fucked because they were going to keep James Robinson and they draft ETN. Now ETN's out the entire year, and you just lose out on a guy who could have had pretty that good hurt. value. That hurt me last night. I was very hurt. I didn't, I wasn't watching the second half of the game. I turned it off. C.J. Beathard balled. C.J. Beathard? You saw my tweet. <laughs> C.J. Beathard's better than, uh, than Trevor Lawrence. That's a fact. Stop. That's a fact. Tragic. Trevor made one throw on the run going to his right that 95% of the quarterbacks in the league couldn't make. And what did he do with the rest of the drive? Three and out? I mean, what is he Three and do? out. He, three and out, right? It, the offensive line. You got to be able to move the team. <clears throat> yeah, he can only do so. Daniel Jones can move the team up and down the field. No, he can't. He does it all the time. Yeah. Better team. It's the worst offensive line in the league. No, I think the Jaguars PFF ranked him 32nd. It wasn't close. I think it's I don't know. Give Trevor time. Give Trevor time. Give okay. well no, it's not okay. even Trevor. Okay. Give we'll, we'll get into that in a bit. We'll get into that in a bit because I want to talk about the the same conversation we had last night. I want that one to be public. Uh, DeAndre Swift questionable for Week One according to Dan Campbell with the lingering groin issue. He said uh, I'm not sure if he's gonna be back, and if he's back, I'm not sure if he's gonna be any good. And uh, I probably had too much coffee this morning, so please stop talking to me. DeAndre Swift. Owners, if you drafted him, be careful. Uh, it'll be fine in the long run, but that groin does linger, so I'd just keep an eye on it. I'd be wary drafting him personally. Uh, next up, Adam Troutman, a lot of people's favorite tight end sleeper. Got carted off with a foot slash ankle, still unsure what it is. Uh, Nick Vanette as well, the other tight end for the Saints. Uh, out for quite a while with a knee injury. They said that Troutman's foot slash ankle isn't too serious but they're still looking openly looking for a tight end because they don't want Jawan Johnson to be their starting tight end and you know Taysom Hill can't really catch a football so which is fair I don't think I'd want my team to start Jawan Johnson either a tight end yeah when I saw that Jawan Johnson might be the starter I said who who <laughs> who is I don't know who that is yeah they're depleted there yeah uh this one isn't really news pertaining to fantasy of any aspect but i wrote this down because joe green is a big raiders fan i'm not sure if he knows what's coming <laughs> we're about to find out uh victor Fora of the athletic reported that john gruden tried to get khalil mack this offseason gruden says that he cried like a little bitch for three straight days after that trade what do you, how do you feel about that joe i mean it was the worst trade of all time. Uh, of all time. I, like, 
it just shows you that at least he admitted he was wrong, right? Like he admitted, oh, I shouldn't two have years traded later. him. Yeah, I yeah, two years later, it's still terrible. But I'll at least give him that where he wasn't like Adam Gase would sit here and tell you that trade was amazing. True. From now till when Listen, he made the deal. I, John Gruden as a as a personality, I love him. I think he's great. I think he's great for a football team. Motivates him. I think he's a terrible coach, but he should be like a motivational speaker. I think. I think he's a terrible GM. Like, cause he's, he's got no business being a GM. Like, right. I think he's a good offensive coach. Terrible, terrible general manager. Terrible. Yeah, I agree. Um, but the whole you didn't. He didn't have to say he he cried for three days. I think that was a little much. Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, I was. Probably, he could have been like, I was a little upset. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I think he's exaggerating even from that. I, mean, I, I don't think so. The man's got millions of dollars. We both watched Hard Knocks. <laughs> Fair. We both watched Hard Knocks. He, he's not lying about that. Yeah. A quick side note about Hard Knocks: This season is fucking terrible. It is the most boring TV I've ever watched. I haven't even tuned in. It's the Cowboys, right? Yeah. Don't even bother. Don't bother. They showed- there's no, there's no drama going on. There's like they knew who their team is. They could have picked a much different team to do this. The Eagles would have been fun to watch this year. That would, uh, that would no, be strange. No, the, the Texans would have been, would have been what a shit show. Yeah, that would probably be. There was, there would have been some lawsuits from HBO on that. The, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the only, oh god, they get a masseuse in there. Um, <laughs> the only. <laughs> The only hard knocks I even remember is when Rex Ryan was the coach of the Jets and they had uh, the Terminator, James mm-hmm. Conner, whatever his name James Conner. That was the only entertaining hard knocks I've ever watched. Fun fact about Rex Ryan, I went to Cortland for quite, quite a quick stint and he stayed in our apartment building. The man likes yeah. to party? I don't know. Our chair was broken. That's how I knew he sat. Because mm. they, like all the coaches stayed in like that apartment complex right. that's owned by the school and our chair was the only chair in the entire complex that was just like broken just at like somebody who's 400 pounds looking like rex ryan sat in it or you got a really aggressive lap dance it smelled like feet yeah i, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the <laughs> i just remembered as we said it uh moving on we're gonna talk some preseason recap little takeaway uh Jameis winston stole everybody's heart on twitter last night hopefully Sean Payton's got some sense and makes him the starter for week one. He hasn't announced it yet. He said he won't until after the preseason. He put on a massive show. Beautiful touchdown pass. Beautiful touchdown catch by Marquez Callaway, who we talked about very early on in the season. And, uh, you know, we were thinking that Taysom might win the job to start. So you might want to stash him on the bench real close. But now, if Jameis starts, he's a Yep, a must own, I think, personally, because especially with Troutman out, with Finette out, they, the ball has to be thrown somewhere. And uh, he he severely – he not severely, severely is the wrong word. Anyway, he improved very – I was trying to think of like the the synonym for it. I can't – he improved quite a bit in the offseason. You can tell that he worked very hard, you know, because last year there's no shot he's even getting close to catching that ball because he – he was not nearly that good. Maybe Michael Thomas being out of the picture motivated him a tad. Yeah, I think so. I think a lot of it. Um, yeah, we thought of him kind of as like a handcuff for when until Michael Thomas came back. He'd be a great option. But now he seems like a viable flex option week in, week out, even with Thomas there. Uh, here's my weekly reminder to Mr. Jill Green. My stakes, medium rare. 
<laughs> double potato on the side, according to a good friend of the show, Garrett. The potato is the best part of the meal. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, shout out to Garrett. Uh, Trevor Lawrence cannot make plays under pressure. Time after time after time after time, I gotta say it. He might get murdered behind the old line. We had this conversation last night. Uh, I want to know: Does tanking work? Because clearly it don't. It does. It don't. It, how many times have teams tanked for quarterbacks and it's worked? It happens all the time. Tua, barely average. Well, Tua wasn't even the prime, the the jewel of that draft. It was apparently Joe Burrow. It was, how's that team looking? I mean, uh, I, I'm asking you, how's that team looking? Not great, but it's not his fault. Okay. It's not his fault. Who's next? Because we did this last night. You brought up like 15 teams. There's a, there's a lot of quarterbacks they've tanked. Kyler Murray. Uh, what's his name? Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. James. How's he doing? I mean, Carson. Obviously, they won. A How Super are the Bowl. Eagles? They won a Super Bowl. Who? Hey, who won the Super Bowl? They won a Super who, Bowl. But who won the Super Bowl? Not Carson. Not, not Carson. No. No, Carson wouldn't put him there. Uh, I mean, like. Obviously, they didn't go first, but Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. They Patrick Mahomes sat a whole year. He did. He did. But there's tanking does work to an extent. But To an extent. It, Trevor Lawrence's situation reminds me of Joe Burrow's last year. It was definitely an oversight that I thought the Jaguars' offensive line would be better than this. Yeah. Playoff good. Playoff good. That's it's a lot. Listen, yeah. Trevor Lawrence has got a cannon. There's no doubting it. You, you brought it up that he made a great throw on the run. I agree, but the rest of the game, it's three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. This is preseason football. At, like two is moving the field, moving the team up and down the field. That I cannot deny. Is he quote unquote to a short pass to the right, short pass to the left, Tago Valoa? Yes, but at the same time, he's he knows how to move the offense down the field. Trevor can't seem to do that very well. At least not yet. And Marvin Jones ain't the answer. I do think he's very fantasy valuable, especially with the way he's been getting the ball lately in preseason. I think he's definitely ownable. I've mocked him, I don't know, like four dozen times as a late-round pick just because there's targets that have to go somewhere. And I'm not a chart guy personally. But uh, you never know. You never know. They might mess around and win uh, nine games and still not make the playoffs. Ain't that right? I would, I would lose one bet, but I'd win another one. So that would be fair. Next. Matt Nagy, you're a psychopath. I want, I want you to hear this nice and clear. This way everybody knows. But I do agree. If you want to start Andy Dalton for one week, and one week alone against Aaron Darnold, I can get behind that. But it's a big but. Don't start a week two. You're a fucking idiot. There's no doubt about it. Matty boy, you don't know what you're doing. Get off the field. I didn't know he was a quarterback. I had no idea. Until they showed the clip on, uh, was that Saturday they played? Yeah. From I, Michigan. Yeah, I was going to say, he didn't make the pros. No, no. He, he's a moron. I was going <laughs> to fed you into that one. I had no idea he was a quarterback. You'd think he'd be able to develop one, but here we are. Well, I mean, the way I view it is he's sacrificing Andy Dalton to Aaron Donald 
for Justin Fields. Better start week two. Yes, that's that's what I'm saying. He better start week two because he's clearly better. Yeah, I there's, I don't disagree. I, I, I'm not saying there's nowhere on earth that disagrees <laughs> except for Matt Nagy. I I don't know. It's almost like how is uh, Taysom Hill still in the conversation for starter with Jameis Winston? Another I have theories that, that uh, they're not they're not they're not appropriate for the show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go there. I don't want anybody to sue me or anything like that. I don't want to be yelled at on Twitter by by people. Uh, I was gonna talk about the Eagles, but. Uh, do we really have to? They got they got embarrassed. Nobody looked good except for Kenneth Gainwell, surprisingly. Four catches, 40 yards, a couple rushes, not too many yards, but you got him for the pass catching downs. I've been I, trying to tell you. I just want to say Jalen Rieger sucks. Like there's yeah. there is nothing yeah. that is good about him. I cannot fathom. Makes great him. catches in practice. Yeah, but phenomenal catches. But if you look at I only remember this because of Joe Flacco. They had that fourth down play where him and Devonta Smith ran like four yard curls. Jalen Rieger, like, I don't know, he couldn't create separation against a garbage can. Like, yeah. there's there's yeah. nothing he could do. I, he could never get open. That was never the thing. He just he can catch the ball if you throw it. To him. Well, he could run fast. That he can was, run fast and he can catch the it. ball if you throw it to him and he can jump real high. I'm just telling people if there's one player you absolutely don't draft, it's Jalen Rieger. I, I I'm not. I really don't feel too confident on anybody in the Eagles except for that deep sleeper and Kenneth Gainwell. I I did a mock on Fantasy Pros the other night. Devonta Smith went like thirteenth round. Yeah. That's late. It's yeah, no, it was very late. But that was two days after they got blown out. That was last night I did it. They got blown out thirty five nothing and nothing was good about the team. I listen, I don't suggest that I take away before that. <laughs> I I was like I'll I didn't even know he was on the board. Because, like, the way their setup is. Right. You have, the, like, the ECR and, like, the recommended things and this and that. Like, I didn't even look to find him because he's somebody who I'm not particularly very high on. He's definitely a stash, though. If you he's definitely. If you get him in the 13th round, you're winning your league. Ninth, 10th round. You give him a year. Yeah, eighth, ninth round even. Well, you need they need to get a quarterback. That's the issue. But we'll see. We'll see. That team stinks. Uh, Speaking of running back, speaking of terrible teams the jets let's talk about the jets a little bit uh this coaching staff and the entire jets organization is throwing the fantasy community for a loop with michael carter if do you disagree joe no i i don't okay i don't uh in practice time he splits 50 50 with tevin coleman for the ones but during the preseason he's running with the practice squad in the fourth quarter doing kickoffs Playing special teams. Robert Salah. Salah? Is it Salah or Salah? Because I hear all three. Salah? Wait, so, S-A-L-E-H. So, it's, it's, it's oh, Salah? Salah. 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 Yeah. Salah. 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 Robert Salah. Stop playing with my emotions. Tell me what you want from us. Tell me who your running back is going to be before people draft him in the seventh round, sixth round, and ruin their teams. For an RB2 who's going to be riding the bench. Um, Ty Johnson looked real good. Yeah, but aren't the Jets one of those teams where they're so bad in their running back situation, although Michael Carter should start, it's like they're going to be pretty bad. Like how much are you getting out of that running back? I had this conversation with somebody today, the same conversation that goes into like 
James Robinson. He's just good. He can catch the ball. Like all those ba- all those backs in that backfield have pass catching ability. So whoever starts is a flex option. It's still a starting running back on a team. It's still going to get you eight, ten points. Yeah, I guess it's just the value then. Yeah. Like, I want to know, is Michael Carter taking all the team's reps? Right. Is he going to be the starter? Is he going to be splitting time? Just a little insight. You know, the season's coming. You know, we'll see. Speaking of the Jets, Zach Wilson still looking surprisingly good and probably the most NFL-ready quarterback this year. Uh, It's a little bit of a shock to me. Personally, uh, I was very high on him until he was at the Islander game, but that's more of like an emotional thing. Uh, you know, crush and bruise at the Coliseum. You can't you, listen. You're pulling that. You're pulling at the heart. You know, you're pulling the strings of the heart, make me emotional. Uh, but he's been, he hasn't done anything very spectacular. Like he's not doing that 80 yard bomb that lands through, you know, he's not doing anything like that. Not scrambling, the scrambling like Justin Fields, but he's making all the right plays moving the ball up and down the field, doing what he has to, with the ability that we all know that he has to throw the ball 60 yards at any time from any spot on the field. So are you are you personally is – is your stock rising on Zach Wilson a little bit? He's surprisingly been impressive. Yeah. I, I didn't think he'd be this good right away because I viewed him as a guy with a big arm. Big arm who wasn't accurate. Right, who wasn't accurate. And he made a throw in that preseason game the other day where he was, like, running to his left, threw it back right, like, 30 yards and Mm -hmm. hit him on, like, a dime. But, yeah, he's – I I just don't know what his upside is. Like, in a keeper league, yeah, you could justify it. But in a regular redraft, like, is he really ever going to see your lineup? Depends. Is he he Justin Herbert? We don't know. We don't know. And the weapons on offense are there. And the No, they're there? Who? Corey Davis? Yeah, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore. If everybody says Elijah Moore is, is who he is. Yeah, but we don't know Elijah Moore. Denzel Mims is still there and they refuse to give him any like, playing time. He's the fastest person on the team. Compare his situation to Herbert's last year. Herbert had so much talent. Herbert's got studs him. on his team. Right. He had Hunter Henry, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Like he had all this talent around him. Like Zach Wilson, you're like, oh yeah. Like and I will be the days. one to say that I said Justin Herbert would be the best one out of the draft. I would like to say that. Oh, fine, you can toot your own horn on that. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not disagreeing, but I'm just saying he had so much talent. Where like Zach Wilson's got Corey Davis, Jameson Crowder, a rookie running back, no tight end, and yeah, Elijah Moore, quote unquote, is supposed to be this stuff. Yeah. I just don't. Listen, I'm not like buying well, into it. Yet. I'm not buying into it yet either. I was just seeing, is he? I mean, obviously, if he, if you're playing Superflex, you take him because you need two starting quarterbacks. If you don't have two starting quarterbacks to play, you're fucked. Absolutely fucked. I saw a mock the other day that somebody posted on Twitter for a Superflex league. Didn't have two starters. Yeah, you're not winning. You're, you're, last. you're losing. You're coming in last at that point. Yeah, you're coming in absolute last place. Um, and if you're in a dynasty league, you're drafting Zach Wilson. At if you're in our point, league, you're drafting... Yeah, and like Zach the 14th, 15th round. But that's where I'm saying in a redraft league, I just don't buy that. But he's say you're the person that like who streams quarterbacks every week. Say you're the person that that always drafts like Kirk Cousins. There's always somebody in that league. Yeah. Would you be willing to say you take Kirk Cousins in the 12th round, or you take Zach Wilson in the 14th, 15th round, and you can swap them out against better matchups? You know, 
Because that secondary is going to be bad, and I got to keep throwing the ball. That they are. I guess it's just he's going to – I think he's that guy, though. Like, I think that's what you're hoping is that he's just like – Kirk Cousins? No, I'm talking about Zach Wilson. No, he's you're hoping that he's like Kirk Cousins. A, right, a spot fill. Yeah. And I'm not saying eventually he won't be some great quarterback, maybe. But, like, this year I'm not buying that. He's worthy of a roster spot for me okay. to draft him in, like, the 10th round. In yeah. a he's borderline. Redraft. I want to see him throw the ball down the field. When he can throw, when he when he shows me that he throws the ball down the field with some accuracy, then I'll be real, real excited. Until then, I'm just a little like, surprised. Well, like, like let's say this: if you wanted to stash someone on your bench, forget about backup quarterback, whatever, would you do Terrence Marshall or Zach Wilson? Because they both go in the 14th, 15th. In our league, it's different. Uh, but I'm just saying, in oh, redraft in, in redraft, ah, uh, because they go in that 14th, 15th round. Both in guys. redraft, I kind of just take one quarterback, so I don't particularly take zach wilson like if i go even go the streaming right i still only take one and then i just swap it out when i need somebody else that's just my personal way i i do things uh so terrence marshall would be would be my pick but yeah. for, it depends it depends I, what the team looks like i'm just saying it's hard to justify carrying two quarterbacks especially when one is a project he doesn't look like a project no no i'm selling fantasy wise yes yeah okay like he, he looks like the least amount of projects out of all of them. He's been good. Like he's been good. Mac really didn't do anything for me. I was I wanted to write something about Mac this this week. He really, it was good. It, there was nothing about it that that like stuck out at all. You know they absolutely demolished that team. So it was like all right, you got your reps, you're out. You know, uh, Jamar Chase is something I really want to talk about because I was very high on Jamar Chase. Uh, he looks bad. <laughs> Real bad. <laughs> Looks like he's never played football bad. It's like the definition of quote unquote. I haven't played football in over a year bad. That's that's he's what dro- I wrote. He's dropping passes everywhere. Yeah, I'm afraid to go over the middle bad. That that he's, whole... af- he's afraid of contact. I think. He looks ru- yeah, he definitely looks rusty. But that whole team, in terms of fantasy, just scares me. Like, Joe Burrow's leg still kind of scares me. I'm not really rushing to pick up him. No. Jamar Chase hasn't played football. Joe Mixon, we don't need to talk about how Joe Mixon gets hurt every year. There's, and there's then... been hype around Joe Mixon this week, right? Yeah. I'm not crazy. No. I, it's every... not just, like, our Twitter feed. It's I think things go in a cycle, right? Like, so they start out, like, level, and then it, it dips down on Joe Mixon to a point where it's like, oh, wait, wait we got to start hyping this guy up again because he's getting shit on too much. And then you yeah. see people, oh, he could finish top five. Yeah. That argument fucking, is absurd. You know, if the sun's in the right position and the moon <laughs> is here, like, yeah. I <laughs> the year of the could. monkey. <laughs> right. It's the year of whatever. It's like, dude, yeah. I'm done with Joe Mixon. Two years, three years in a row now, he's getting stupid hype. I, I don't see how you can justify it. And the offensive line sucks, though. Yeah, that offensive line is real bad. Uh, quick side note about the Bengals. If you bought Madden 22, shout out to you. You bought a terrible game, just like I did. Uh, but besides that, the first season that I went through in franchise, surprisingly, the Bengals go 13 and whatever, make the playoffs, and then just, I just completely annihilated them. Joe Burrow died. I broke his neck. That's besides the point. I just want to let you know what Madden thinks about the Bengals and how good they're going to be. Uh, besides that, reports came out today that most likely – that Auden Tate will be taking additional snaps instead of Jamar Chase to start the season. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, you know who wouldn't be dropping all those passes, though? Panay Sewell. 
<laughs> he wouldn't yeah. be out there dropping them passes. No, I'll tell you that. Definitely wouldn't be doing that. He might have better hands. Who knows? I don't know. That I was. That drop in practice is bad. That one. That one was the worst one for me. Uh, I'm gonna move on though. We're gonna do a little quick little hot take thing. Be a little short of an episode. Waiting for Mike. I miss Mike a little bit. Not gonna lie. It's awkward kind of talking by myself with with Mr. Joe. Just, popping in every now and then i'm i'm muting himself also running out of content or topics prior yeah. to the season yeah you know it's a lot to cover for one person usually there's three of us doing it mike's on vacation for next year and a half who knows anyway we're gonna do some hot takes the first one before i go into it i want to formally apologize to mr joe green for my slander in june <laughs> i didn't think enough into it this kind of goes back to the zach wilson thing Corey Davis will finish his top 20 wide receiver. Wow. Yeah, you like that, don't you? I need a little, like, flame, like, noise. <laughs> I need fire in the background, fire. right? Mm, uh, he's currently being drafted as the wide receiver 53. That alone, even if he doesn't hit the the mark who I just said, top 20, that's massive value as a, as a wide receiver one on a, on a bad team that has a horrible secondary and a simple offense. Last year, he produced five games over 100 yards. Finished as a wide receiver 30 in 14 games. Through a weird pandemic year with probably the best running back in the league. Like, true running back, not like the McCaffrey catch, pass catching back. Like, Derrick Henry, head down, straight in your face, running back, 30 carries a game on his team. And he was, you know, he was getting pushed out. You know, the team kind of lost faith in him. When they drafted AJ Brown, kind of, kind of pushed pushed him to the side for being a little ugly. This that now, this year I think he's gonna be the safety blanket, kind of like what Joe said a month ago. It took me some time to reel myself back in because once upon a time I was a Corey Davis guy. Then he burned me real bad, and I get it. I said, "Hey, that guy stinks." Word for what I went back and see what I said. You drafted Corey Davis in the mock. I said, wow, that guy stinks. <laughs> then I did some homework. You know, you have the rookie quarterback in the simplified offense for the first year. You have the bottom five secondary. They make make Wilson throw the ball more. The safety blanket of being the vet on the team. He does have good hands, does run good routes. Revenge on his mind. Top 20 is coming. Don't hold back. This one is hot. This next one? Okay. This one's hot. Pat Fryermuth. Patty Muth. Top seven tight end. Yeah, I'm who? looking at you. Wait, wait, wait. Patty who? Pat Fryermuth. I don't even know who that is. Steelers. Tight oh, end. Oh, you've been talking about this guy. Oh, yes, I have. Oh. And it was the first time he played. This first time Big Ben played. And as you guys know, I'm a Steeler fan. There's one thing I've learned watching them over the years. Is to believe your eyes. Believe what you see in the preseason. Because that's what they're going to do. Mike Tomlin is of the opinion. I'm going to run my offense. I'm going to get my reps in. The way they should be done. No holds barred. Patty Firemuth out there. Mr. Muth himself. Two touchdowns. Two receptions. Both in the red zone. He's a massive target. Better hands than Eric Ebron ever dreamed he could have. Can block better. His routes are good. 
listen, it doesn't take much to get in the top seven. It doesn't take much at all. I, I yeah, sure. Do I'm, it. I'm, I'm listening. Let's I'm sure it. you're listening. <laughs> I it could be partially Lions D is atrocious, but Patty Fryer Fryer Moots is an absolute athlete. There's a reason why he went went in the second round. They love this kid. Say goodbye to Eric Ebron. That boy is dead. Long live the Muth. Next. This is a guy I've been talking about. This is my, my last positive hot take. Kenneth Gainwell is this year's Antonio Gibson Jr. This one is more of a guess. I'm not going to lie. There's no stat, two stats to back it up. There's nothing out of the ordinary besides the Eagles being an embarrassment of a team. Need going to need to throw the ball pretty much on all four downs. That being said, he's the best pass catching back in that backfield. That's going in the thirteenth round, fourteenth round, some sometimes not drafted at all. Miles Sanders is an average player at best. Continues to lose passing downward to Boston Scott, who's five foot zero. And here's my hot take. If you want to call it a hot take, I really don't think it is. Kenneth Gainwell is a better football player than Boston Scott. I, I really don't think it's like that hot of a take. That's just my personal opinion. Uh, he's been running. He ran with the ones last week. Uh, this weekend, I should say, this past weekend. Four catches, 40 yards, three carries. You're not looking for the carries. You're looking for the passing work. The work that Antonio Gibson should have gotten last year until they signed McKissick. But that's neither here nor there. You're looking for the passing work for that, you know, Jalen Hurts shotgun with him to the left swinging it out making a play that's what you're looking for and that's what i think you're gonna see a lot of actually you're gonna see the double tight end with the with gainwell on third down that's my opinion just my hot take i really wouldn't be surprised if he ends the year as a top 24 running back last one this one pulls at joe's heartstrings just a little bit amari cooper Outside the top 30. Why would that pull my strings? Because you're in love with Amari Cooper. Fair. <laughs> See, he got quiet for a second. He's had to cry no, on the my inside. isn't the same since he's on the Cowboys. Since he abandoned you? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, it's Is it so crazy to believe that a team will rely on their new shiny toy in CeeDee Lamb? Is it so crazy to believe that the most inconsistent player... We've seen the last seven years, the last decade in fantasy football, being consistent. Do you Amari? think that Amari? Okay. Inconsistency. One week he's good. One week he's trash. One week he's good. One week he's trash. One week he's good. One, two weeks he's trash. He comes and goes, ebbs and flows. Dak loves to throw the ball to that slot spot. Ceedee Lamb's taking that over. I think that. They're going to push him out. They might even try to rely on the run a little bit more, especially in the beginning of the year. Especially if, if that shoulder, they're like they're playing that off a lot. They're playing, oh, yeah, no, he's fine. He's fine. He's still not throwing. He, no, he doesn't need to throw. He's not a quarterback or anything. He doesn't have to throw the football. Listen, he's coming off the ankle. Now he's got the shoulder. They might rely a little bit heavier on the run. See, Lamb's the better football player at this point in their careers. Michael Gallup's got the deep stuff. Amari could just be that role guy that that middle of the field that role guy you never know that's my hot takes for the season i i don't disagree with 
the fact that you think CD is better than Amari. I I think CD is like going to be one of the top five, top yes. ten best receivers in football. So I don't. I think, I think he already <laughs> is. Right. Like I don't yeah. think that's a hot take at all. No. But, yeah. But I'm, to some people, more I'm sure that is though. Yeah. I, for, They're going back to back in drafts. It's wild yeah. to me. It's wild. CD's going too early, uh, too late, and Amari's going too early. That's my that's my opinion of it. Um. Excuse me, I had to burp. Sorry. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, if you heard that on the microphone. <laughs> CD, I, I do think... I have him in my top 10. I There's upside of him to be a top 5. I Mike is the CD Lamb guy on the show and didn't rank him in the top 12. Has Amari, I believe, one spot higher, if I'm correct. It's It's been rough. He's, he is in COVID protocol for the next two days, which makes no difference. He's vaccinado. Um, CD Lamb's gonna have a massive year. That's I've taken. We've done what a hundred mock drafts together, me and you. Right. I've taken him every single time. <laughs> I, he's amazing. Yeah. I'm it, upset. Paul's keeping him. I'll get him. We'll get him. We got two. Oh, we'll leagues. get him. We got two other leagues though. We can get him. Oh, I'll get him in all three. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it for my hot takes. Uh, like I said, bang diagonal. Morgan, if you're watching, we're recording on Thursday. I don't know if you know this yet or not, but we're recording. Uh, like, follow, subscribe, all social media platforms. Like I said, tell your mom. She's going to love us. We're good kids down down at heart. And I will make her laugh. Uh, Joe, you got anything else to say? Any, any content coming out that we need to know about? Whatever you're producing is going out. Thank you. <laughs> That's, That's what I like to hear. <laughs> yep, I have. I, I'm keeping it a secret. I'll keep it a secret. I was I was gonna drop it. I'm just not. I'm just not. Like, follow, subscribe. We'll see you fuckers next week. <laughs>